What's up, Conroe? Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Sports. We're hanging out here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Uh, make sure to go to Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thugs Radio where all the good things happen. We got all kinds of posts happening there and all of our events are listed, and that's kind of the mothership where all the magic happens. Everything's going down. That's right. So this is Corey DLG, and with me as usual is little brother Nico. It's probably me. And we're hanging out here on this Thursday doing our sportsy sports, sporty sports, 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 sports thing. Sports. It's been a while. It's been a minute. Uh, to quote Stained, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while since I could say that I'm going to Before we get any further into the Stained cover hour... Uh, let me go ahead and have you, Nico, read off about our friends, The Adventure Begins. The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more. Got several events coming up Saturday, March 7th from 2 to 6 p.m. The Magic the Gathering Ravnica Allegiance Booster Draft. $15 entry free. First place gets $30 in-store credit. Second gets 20 Third gets 15 And everyone who places gets a promo pack. And Sunday, March, uh, March 8th from 4 to 8 p.m. is the D&D Junior Adventures League. Spend $5 in the store and you get to play for free. Or spend $5 if you just want to play the D&D. Ooh, that's exciting stuff. Yeah, Adventure Begins, great friends of the show. Uh, absolutely fantastic store. Wonderful staff willing to answer all your gaming questions if you got any comic book needs. That's right. My comic books are always there on hold for me. That's always a nice feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, so I got a news story for you. Okay. We're jumping right into some great sports action here. Um, we're going to follow this under, I think everyone would do this. Okay. Um, (laughs) a gambler has been placed under arrest for making terroristic and violent threats to several athletes across multiple sports. So just a salty loser then? Just salty loser. Salty loser. That's what I'm the, pretty much anybody would do this, I feel like. Uh, the story is, the guy is, his name is Parlay Pats. Of course his name is Parlay Pets. He's going for the parlay. Yeah, and he faces federal charges for alleged threats to pro college athletes. Federal authorities in Florida on Wednesday charged, wow, a 23-year-old sports better known as Parlay Pats with transmitting threats of violence directed at professional and collegiate athletes and their friends and family. He's 23? He's barely older than me. Uh, listen, man, some of these guys start young. Uh, he used multiple anonymous accounts on social media in 2019 to make threats against athletes, including members of the Patriots, several Major League Baseball teams, and multiple college basketball and football players. Some of the threats contained derogatory terms and racial slurs. Mm. Ah, real a real garbage person. Enjoy that hate crime enhancement there. Right. Patch is charged with transmitting threats in interstate or foreign commerce. If convicted, he faces a maximum penalty of up to five years in federal prison. Um, on March 9th, he allegedly sent four Instagram direct messages to an unidentified college basketball player for Pepperdine, stating, Your throat will be severed open with a dull knife. Your entire family will be beheaded and burned alive. I will enter your home as you sleep and kill you. Watch your back. You're a dead man walking. I do want to point out he uses the correct version of your, your, and your. So... He's I mean, at least... Te- it's, it's not all bad. Right. It's not all bad. <laughs> at least we can rely on his grammar being correct. Uh, Listen, at 23, texting a bunch of people angrily? I mean... That's impressive. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Autocorrect was on point that day. Um, He's made threats against basketball players for the University of Arizona, players for the Toronto Blue Jays and Tampa Bay Rays, and the girlfriend of an Atlanta Braves player. <laughs> <laughs> That's really specific. He's made the claim. The complaint claims that approximately 18 messages were sent from the Instagram account, and more than 300 more threatening messages were directed at players from anonymous accounts that authorities believe are linked to Pat's. 300 accounts. 300 more threatening messages. Okay. Linked to various anonymous accounts. All right. Uh, That's messages a lot. such as "Your worthlessness costed me over 100,000 tonight." Sad. I'm going to say that wasn't him. Like, the grammar's no good. If I'm his lawyer, I'm getting him out of that one. Yeah. 
he nailed the your your test. I don't think I don't think you could forget to include a your. Also, how's a twenty three year old spending it over a hundred G's on sports? Well, betting? remember on the parlay. So okay, let me let me skip down a little bit here. Um, oh yeah, no, you're right. You can bet small amounts, and if you parlay it, you can get tons. Yeah. So on February third, twenty nineteen, Pat's posted a screenshot of a ten thousand dollar bet on the Los Angeles Rams against the Patriots Super Bowl. On the same day, the complaint states that multiple players for the Patriots received. Direct messages on Instagram threatening to, and this is not funny, rape and murder family members. That's not appropriate. Um, well, none of it's appropriate. He's literally threatening people's lives. That's fair. Um, that's why he's going to jail for it. <laughs> that's a good point. It, it does sound like a crime. Uh, <laughs> uh-oh. So, here's the thing. Are you ready? This is the thing that's going to drive some people crazy. It's a little hard to say white privilege and things like that when you get stories like this. All right, so this guy is making terrorist threats. He's committed some felonies. He's facing real time. Right. Uh, Pats had arranged to turn himself in but wasn't yet in custody as of Wednesday evening. What? What? I want to commit some crimes where I'm allowed to negotiate my turn in because I'm partying so hard the week before. Like, listen, I'm definitely turning myself in on Monday morning. However, next Monday morning. Give me seven days to just do my thing. You know what I'm, I'm just saying? Just gonna thrash until once you pick me up, and then I die in prison from ODing. Yeah, that's so. Parlay Pat's gained notoriety in the sports betting community and was profiled in the media after he reportedly won multiple high dollar parlay bets, leading to the Parlay Pat's nickname. His Parlay Pat's Instagram account was still up Wednesday, including posts about winning more than three hundred thirty three thousand dollars on a thirteen team parlay in November. Yeah, so if this guy's going out every day and posting a, you know, an eight-team parlay, a twelve-team parlay, uh, if he's if he's doing one every couple days, thirty dollars here, fifty dollars here, but he hits one every four or five months, he's doing pretty good. Right. He's he's doing okay. Um, but that's not even what he's doing. He he said he bet ten grand on a parlay. Well, but that was just that one that one time. But that's one of those. So a lot of times you'll get value odds depending on when you place the bet. Did it say when he placed it? Uh, if he placed not. it early enough, he would have gotten value on that. Ah, I see. Um, probably won't say. No, it says February third. That's not. That's not early enough. Although, I think no, that's after the playoff. No, yeah, no, there's not enough value there. Like, if he'd have placed the. P- Rams beating the Patriots bet, like, in August, he would have gotten crazy value. Yeah. So this 10000 would have been worth probably, like, $2 million. Oof. But to, like, to call your shot like that, right. that specifically. Early enough. Yeah, far enough out. Uh, But you're not going to – the week before the Super Bowl, well, I'm sure there were still good odds on it the week before the Super Bowl because I think the Patriots were favored. Right. I mean, and they did go out and win, so. Eh. Eh. But, yeah, Parlay Pat's going to jail. 23 years old. You're right. That's that's pretty young. It's pretty young. Um, How do you... Wait. How do you feel about the idea that, that people now, that's... That a lot of people make their living just betting? That doesn't really surprise me. Um, You know, there's... I've always said that there's just tons of ways just to make money. People have the weirdest jobs. So, you know, it doesn't really surprise me that, like, someone's like, I just make all my money from betting because one time I hit really huge on a parlay and then I turned my money into more money. And it's like, you know what? That's fair. That's well, that's, that's, that's really no different from stock market betting or something like that. No, you're right about that. Um, poker went through their revolution where a bunch of really young people were regular making- guys were winning the World Series, though. Right. Um, Magic the Gathering players were looking at you. Not yet, not yet. Oh, that, that, they're afterwards. Oh, yeah, okay. they they turned to poker because of this. So when I was, this is late oh two, early oh three. Okay. No, this is oh three. This is oh three because it was yeah, November eight. Yeah, so this is oh three. Um, the World Series of Poker. The main event was aired live on ESPN, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, never seen anything like it before. I was fascinated by it. I loved poker. I thought it was I thought it was incredible to watch them play. But the winner 
was uh, I don't remember if this is the Chris Moneymaker win or if this is the weird fat guy win. Um, the one year the this weird fat dude won it, like he had he had glasses that had holograms on the front, so like you couldn't see in his eyes, and it was like a three D hologram on the front. That's funny. Uh, he was it was, but like he was kind of frumpy. He looked kind of like the guy who lives in his mother's basement type deal. Like he didn't look like. It was impressive. It was an amazing run. Played great poker. He won the World Series of Poker. More good, power to him. Good, good for him. Um, but they were part of the poker explosion. Okay, where for like six to eight years, the 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 prize for the World Series of Poker was like twelve million dollars or something like that. Uh-huh. The, and the World Series is the big tournament. The main is the big tournament at the end of everything. It's the wrap up for the season. Right. Yeah. And it, people pay ten thousand dollars to enter. Um. So it was interesting. Chris Moneymaker though won it either the first or the second year. Excuse me. Won either first or the second year, and he won a seven million dollar cash prize. But he then spent the next four years without a single tournament win, and went broke on tour. Good for him. I think there's still money to be made for him. I think he does other things now to, for his income. However, uh, winning poker was not in not his cards. Not one of them. Not yeah. one of them. Uh, and I and I, you know, I, I bring that up to kind of mention the idea of parlay, Pete. Like if you hit just a couple of times, you don't ever, you don't, you don't ever have to be good again to be forever remembered and to be known as like Chris Moneymaker will forever be known as a poker player. Right. Um, he only won one World Series. He's not like a. Seven-time world champion. But he won one of the biggest and most important and most prestigious poker tournaments ever. Right. Got a wristband. Got a wristband. Got the jewelry. That's all that matters. Um, And it's just kind of odd to think about. All right. We're going to jump out here for a break. When we come back, we got Nerdthug Radio coming your way. But before I do, I want to tell you guys about my friends at Citizen's Grill. From chicken fried steak with jalapeno cream gravy to a farmer's garden salad or our amazing fresh baked pecan fudge brownie sundae, it's all amazing at Citizen's Grill. To complement your meal, we also feature 30 wines by the glass, 40 draft beers on tap, and two full bars serving all your favorite adult libations, including our blackberry whiskey smash, a customer favorite. With plenty of seating for groups of all sizes, including both family-friendly and adult-only areas, we are a great choice for your special occasions or event, whether for two on a date night or a large extended family or group of friends. Find Citizens Grill on 1488 at Old Conroe Road across from the Woodlands Dell Webb neighborhood and Escape Theater. Call 936-320-0022 for more information or for reservations for groups of 10 or more. Uh, yeah, so we're going to jump out to a break here. Make sure you come hang out and support Citizens Grill. We're going to be doing our Overwatch watch party uh, there this weekend. And make sure to go hang out and enjoy yourselves. Uh, this is Nerdthug Radio. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. I'd like to introduce Tiger Rock Martial Arts. With four great locations that are open to all members, Tiger Rock offers world-class training with top-level instructors teaching self-defense and jiu-jitsu, among other courses. Designed to help improve physical fitness and raise confidence, Tiger Rock's martial arts is able to start working with anyone four years old and up to show them the life skills and focus it takes to succeed in the modern world. Anyone interested in a fun, energetic way to make a positive life change should absolutely reach out to Tiger Rock Martial Arts and get started changing their life for the better. TigerRockMartialArts.com The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Sports, hanging out here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Um, and then, of course, also, we're still on the sports network, so make sure to check that out and mm-hmm. 
we uh, we're trying to link to that a little bit. I haven't been as good about that, but we're going to get better about that. Um, but anyway, in the meantime, Nico, why don't you tell everybody about our friend, Mr. Donald Williams over there at Sean Myers Insurance. Donald Williams over at Sean Myers Insurance. They can shop over 15 national carriers trying to find the best coverage for you, specializing in home and bundling with autos to get the most discount. They want you to be part of the family. They're going to go with you line by line. Make sure you're giving them maximum savings, getting what you need, what you don't need. Maybe you're going to need the dinosaur insurance because you're taking a trip to Jurassic Park. Maybe you don't need that, so you don't need to pay for it. <laughs> so getting the best uh, price for you, call them at 936-760-5963. That is 936-760-5963. Donald Williams with Sean Myers Insurance. Give them a call. Tell them Nerd Thug sent you. That's right. Um, and Donald, Donald is a big friend of the show, Donnie Utah. Been on the show several times, helped us host a couple times, spent some time with us. Good guy. Great guy. And uh, if he can save you money, he definitely will. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, I want to get to, I want to, in college basketball, there's a little bit of controversy today. Well, is there not controversy in the college sports realm? I know. Um, okay. Now, Auburn, for the first time all year, lost at home. Okay, good for them. Uh, now the final score wound up being seventy-eight to seventy-five. They lost to Texas A&M. Okay. All right. Um, however, Texas. there was a there was a pivotal moment in this game where man, I don't. Uh. So coming out of a time a TV timeout, mm-hmm. Auburn was assessed two separate technical fouls, one for something that happened from the bench. Okay. And then another one from the coach not being in the coach's box after already being warned by another referee. Okay. Uh, also, both seem reasonable. Also, they were coming off of a foul, and I think that's what caused the bench and Bruce Pearl to both. Gotcha. So coming out of a TV timeout, A&M had four free throws in a row. Oh. Ooh. A&M subbed in one of their better shooters. He walks out there. He, he drops all four in a row. At the end of that exchange, they're now up three, 41 to 38. Okay. Keep in mind, they win 78-75. All right. Um, how do you feel about when referee interference suddenly feels really important in a game? Um, well, I'm going to use what you said before. and uh, You lost the game before then. Did, no, uh, I agree with that. I do. I do. Uh you know, in basketball, it's a game that's so close. Uh, in general, uh, you don't give free, you just don't give points away. Okay, that's, that's a hundred percent a fair thing. And if you know for a fact that doing something stupid is going to cost you points, then Control that's something. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't have any sympathy for you know if you already got warned and then you got called on it. It's like, bro, you had a chance. Like they didn't just be like, all right, yeah, right now. It's like, oh, it's the first time it's happened. You know, if you've already gotten a warning and then they hit you with it, like, you had your chance, my dude. Like, they were like, bro, back up. And you, and you choose not to. Right. So, if you were going to win the game, you should have tried harder and not given away free points. Okay, but, but four points coming out of a TV timeout that swings the lead by three. I mean, it's important. That is a major impact on a game. And it's a major impact on a game, but it's also a, a deficit that can be made up in one shot. True, true. What if it had been six points? Legitimately reasonable calls from the referees, but six free throws. Six free throws feels bad, but, but it I doesn't mean, doesn't, it doesn't really change. Make two baskets, you've now tied the game. Okay, don't All give right. away points. Like I'm, I have no sympathy, especially if it's reasonable. It'd be different if you like the coach was out of the box once and then they got the technical. Then they went right at him. Um, and then I know that they're super strict on bench technicals. Because uh, they are they're super strict in the NBA about that too. I I just I wonder, my 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 big complaint always in these sort of situations is people pay to see the players, not the referee. Right. Uh, and there is an element of self restraint involved in refereeing. Um, not every foul is going to get called. You're not going to yeah, blow the not, whistle it's, every it's, time. It's not going to be it's not going to be perfect. But I feel like technicals are a really big part. Technicals are a big deal. They're not something that. You know they don't call it. They don't call a technical. There's not 50 technicals a game. Right. No, you're right. Technicals are rare, and you you'll go through games with no technicals. Um, 
you're very correct about that. But that kind of almost, I feel like, maybe goes to my point, the idea that two technicals in the same spot. Like, once you call one... You should call and not call the other. Maybe, maybe. But even if you do that, you're, they, they win by three, so they win by two. I mean, in theory, if the points one. will come from somewhere else. I mean, right. I mean... Even even if you want to say okay they 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 call they don't call the technical on the bench but they call it on the coach for the same thing okay fine they still they still lose yeah no I don't think this changes <laughs> the game I think this just maybe eliminates some element of if I'm if I'm head coach Bruce Pearl mm-hmm. and now at the press conference of my first home loss all season. I'm going to be asked about the four free throws in a row. That's going to get asked. That's just a crazy number of free throws. It is. It it bears conversation. It bears an explanation. Hey, coach, what did they say to you when they issued the two texts? Hey, did you feel like you had been properly warned the first time? Like, you know, did you realize you were committing the second tech? Like, I mean, the second infraction? Like, there's all kinds of conversations that are going to come up about this and require explanation and... 97% of that is going to be on Coach Pearl and on the team. I'm not trying to yeah. bail them out by saying the ref shouldn't call it. It's also at home, so it's hard to say, like, ref bias. Yeah, no, this definitely isn't that, but I almost feel like at home you don't get that call. I don't know. Like, I feel like four free throws in a row at the line looks a bit like a ref just going, anybody else? Anybody else? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a power move in like terms of like just a referee just asserting himself into the game, basically. Right. Yeah, because you're already called a, a, a foul on a shot. I mean, those are always subjective to some degree. Right. Um. You already so there's already gonna be two free throws. Then you're unhappy with something that happens from the bench. So then you call a tech. So now there's a third free throw, and that one's empty. No one in the box. No one on. No one in front of him. In front of the shooter. Then Bruce Pearl gets upset and comes out of the coach's box, and then you call another tech on him for not being in the coach's box. Um, it's almost like you invited the opportunity and the issue. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, no, I don't. I don't, I don't disagree with you there. Like it does. It does feel bad, but like it does feel bad. Like if you're the team, but also they only lost by three. It's not like they lost by a huge margin. It'd be different if it's but, like they lost. But doesn't that kind of make it more relevant? Like if you only lost by three and you gave away four points. Well, you gave one, you gave away four points, and two. That's a single shot. Like I'm not. I'm well, not. Well, that's a shot in another. But well, a shot to tie the game, and then you have to. They have to put points somewhere else on the board. Right. Right. And even if they, even if, even if you don't call either technical, it's still they're up by only one. So the the foul that everyone agrees with. Doesn't even. Yeah, I just my my only issue. I get. I don't know. I feel like in a close game, you have to maybe the referee has some discretion on whether or not to call call plays and how to call plays and what whistles to blow and things of that nature. So maybe maybe you issue a warning. Wait, no, hold on. It's my man. So each 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 technically gives one, right? Yeah. So that's okay, where you got so the four. Even, even with the regular fouls, without either technical, they still win. Yes, by one. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, if you already gave them the, if you already give them the foul shot, and so if they make both free throws, it's uh 38-39. Mm-hmm. But you give them two technicals also, so it's forty then forty one. So now it's forty one thirty eight three point game. And yeah, then, and but the game ends on seventy. Yeah, there's a lot more, and you're right, and you're right, 100%. I never buy into the idea or like argument you, that one play lost this, a game. Yeah, this wasn't this wasn't uh this wasn't you know last last play of the fourth quarter. Yeah, like oh, I'm just gonna you're gonna get fouled and then give two technicals. But it was at a pivotal moment, and I believe and it maintains a lead the rest of the game. Okay. So I guess my issue is sort of the level of participation from the referees. It might it might have been a bit excessive to go with both technicals, but I do think that one of them was at least deserved, and then the foul that everyone agrees on. So, yeah, I mean, listen, they might they might hard, come out the other side of it, and maybe they say you know everything was correct, so we're not gonna. Maybe they come back and they say maybe we shouldn't have called the 
Maybe they wish, maybe they yeah. maybe you shouldn't have like, maybe you don't call the te- I feel like either either way you slice it like they lost at home and it sucks. Yeah, if you just strictly subtract the points, yeah, they they still lose right. no matter what you take away because they made both free throws. You have to take away all three in order to to right. be back on top. I agree with that. Uh and I also agree that the the basketball is a game of runs and there's opportunities and 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 the other this is at the middle count. of the game. It wasn't even at yeah, the end. Yeah, this isn't exactly. Um, I I just want to stress that like there's discretion in how you call these things. Yeah, no, I've never, I'm, I'm never, I'm like this is the one of the few times where I'm just more on the side of if you wanted to win, you would have played the game better. And yeah, it does suck that they played against you, but also it wasn't. It's not a huge, super huge lead. They didn't give them, you know, six free throws or eight free throws for no reason. Yeah, it wasn't like they kept teching them up like the right. guy who argues and they, oh, do you want three detentions? Do you mm. want four? Do you want five? It wasn't like they did that to them, but it was kind of an issue. Right. Um. And it, you know, it's it's a it's a rough time for either either side. I think. Yeah, and you you just when you're looking at something like that, I if you're an A and M fan and you come out ahead, you don't complain. Right. Uh, if you're an Auburn fan suffering your first home loss, this is one of those things where you go, you go ah, "Why? Why are they? Why are they blowing the whistle in such a crucial spot?" And it's a fair question. I mean, are the refs trying to make the game about themselves, or are they trying to like? I almost feel like you warn both sides in that particular instance. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, it was a foul on on the shooter. Uh, I'm then gonna turn, and the bench says something that I don't like. I then look to both benches, and I warn them both, guys. Next time I hear something from anybody, text all around. Not doing it. Right. And then both coaches probably come to you and go, "Oh, well, hey, what, what did he say? Like, what are we, what are we talking about here?" And then you go, "Guys, let's just get back in the box. Let's do the shots. Let's move on. I need everybody to calm it down." But then you go the other way, and you go, "Okay, two shots for the shooter. Oh, what did the bench say? Okay, I'm not dealing with this. Technical." And then the you know, Bruce Pearl's going to, uh, the coach is always going to want to know what happened. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're not in your coach's box? Okay, listen, I don't have time for this either. Another technical. So then all of a sudden it's four free throws. Right. Um, And I can see how it spirals, and I can even see how it's factually the correct calls. It's just more about how is it going to play out? What does it feel like? Yeah, no, and I'm not, I'm just not saying it feels good because it always feels bad when you get one. Technicals outside of, like, fighting and like other stuff like that like i've always felt a little bit kind of up in the air like a lot of times a lot of times technicals were very wishy-washy yeah but i mean there's also a lot of times where basketball will go games without technicals yeah for sure um you know uh, joey crawford famously had feuds against certain players to the point where like the nba i I believe the nba told him joey crawford can no longer uh, referee San Antonio games mm-hmm. because he kept having problems with of all people Tim like Tim Duncan. Yeah, good um, for him. He once he once threw Tim Duncan out of a game, gave him a second technical. Tim Duncan was on the bench with his towel over his mouth, possibly laughing at some uh, something uh, someone had just said to uh, Joey Crawford, or Joey Crawford had just fallen down or something. It was funny. The world was laughing. Tim Duncan was laughing behind the thing and threw him out. Turn around and said, second technical, you're out. <laughs> uh, that's when the referee is making it about themselves. Right. That's when you're trying to put yourself in the center of attention. And that's sort of, I, I think that's sort of my issue there. Uh, and speaking of being at the center of attention, let me tell you guys about my friends, Tiger Rock Martial Arts. With uh, four convenient locations, including one recently opening up right there on 1488. Um uh, Oh, I thought I was going to be able to do this from memory. I'm not. Let me get my notes out. Uh, Tiger Rock Martial Arts is awesome. We work with these guys a lot. We're trying to get something set up so we can come out and say hello and hang out with them. Um, With four great locations that are open to all members, Tiger Rock offers world-class training with top-level instructors teaching self-defense and jiu-jitsu, among other courses. Always helping to improve your physical fitness and raise your confidence, Tiger Rock Martial Arts is able to start working with anyone four years old and up and show them the life skills and focus it takes to succeed in the modern world. Anyone seeking a fun, energetic way to make a positive life change needs to reach out to Tiger Rock Martial Arts and get started changing their life for the better today. Um, just shout out to those guys. Again, once you remember, you can get to any of the four locations that they have. Uh, make sure to go to the website, check them out. 
Uh, and as always, we love them, and we got a lot of respect for them. All right, we're going to jump out to a break. When we come back, we got more Nerd Thug Sports coming your way. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hey everybody, I'd like to introduce Tiger Rock Martial Arts. With four great locations that are open to all members, Tiger Rock offers world-class training with top-level instructors teaching self-defense and jiu-jitsu, among other courses. Designed to help improve physical fitness and raise confidence, Tiger Rock's Martial Arts is able to start working with anyone four years old and up to show them the life skills and focus it takes to succeed in the modern world. Anyone interested in a fun, energetic way to make a positive life change should absolutely reach out to Tiger Rock Martial Arts and get started changing their life for the better. TigerRockMartialArts.com From chicken fried steak with jalapeno cream gravy to spicy shrimp tacos or a double bone-in pork chop, there are many items listed on the menu of the Woodlands area's newest restaurant and lounge. With two full bars, 40 beers on tap, 23 wines by the glass, and a large, family-friendly patio, Citizen's Grill is designed to create a fun atmosphere. Interested in hungry parties can find them on FM 1488 at Old Conroe Road across from the Escape Theater and Dell Webb. Open weekdays 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. and weekends 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And interested parties should absolutely check out the Nerd Thug Radio events pages for specials. Hi, Conroe. Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio. For people interested in saving money on car and home insurance, they should contact Sean Myers Insurance Services. If you look on Google, you'll see plenty of five-star reviews for these guys. They're great. They're an independent agent able to shop over 15 national carriers to find the best coverage at the best price for that customer. They do specialize in home insurance as well as bundling with auto to maximize discounts. They would want you to know that they consider their customers family and that their policy is caring and, and their goal is to bring value by going through your coverage line by line to make sure you actually understand what you have. The interested party should call 936-760-5963 if they're interested in saving money on car insurance today. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back, Conroe. We got Nerd Thug Sports coming your way. We're hanging out here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Uh, make sure to check out Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio for all the interesting happenings and goings-ons. Uh, as uh, always, uh, right by my side, I'm Cordy LG. It's little brother Nico. That is I. Um, yeah, all right. So we, we talked about our homestead weekend with the Overwatch guys. Uh, Houston Outlaws pulling out our first win of the season. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One thing that came up uh, during our dinner with some with one of the coaches, though, was how the Chinese team and the Korean team were still stuck in Asia because of the coronavirus. Yeah. Um... <laughs> The coronavirus has basically just screwed up the esports schedule. League of Legends has announced they're going to be postponing yep. uh, their schedule completely, top to bottom, just pushing it back. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Bushiro, the people that play uh, I play all the card games for are starting up like a Discord server where they can host events like online <laughs> with webcams because they don't want any travel risks. I mean, this thing is... Listen... Mm, you know we're gonna we're gonna go all the way on this one. I don't really care. Um, in honor of Super Tuesday, we're we're not gonna hold any punches. This has been mismanaged. This has been very poorly handled. Yeah. Uh, regardless of what you're hearing on the news from the administration, they are constantly going out of their way to try and say, "Guys, it's not a big deal. Guys, it's okay. Guys, we've got it under control. Guys, we're all right. We won't have the ability to test for the coronavirus." like widespread uh, until this weekend. And even then we are going to have a million test kits for America. How many people are there again? Like 500 million? Yeah. Um, 
in comic book conventions, you've seen people canceling appearances. Uh, people have been backing out of things. Uh, DC has announced they're not doing. Dark Horse has pulled out of Seattle. Like a ton of people are stepping back from con appearances for the foreseeable future because travel is a massive health risk right now. Um, and the reality is, it's affecting things worldwide. But you know what's weird is we haven't canceled any NBA games yet. NBA for the win. Yeah. Uh, NHL still playing. I'm a little concerned about that. Honestly, I think as a country we are trying to trick ourselves into thinking this isn't as big of a deal as it is. And before we get into any sort of weird, dumb comparisons about the flu, uh, anyone with a medical degree insists drastically that there is a massive difference between the two. There is no comparison between them. Uh, And anybody who wants to point out that the flu has killed more people, yes, but it also has infected exponentially more people if if the coronavirus were to infect as many people as the flu it would kill 20 times as many people so before we start saying that one isn't as important as the other and downplay the significance this is in fact a big deal mm-hmm. um people were pointing out that international flights weren't being contained and regulated there were people who were getting off the planes from italy which recently was announced to have 200 cases and Literally, people were in the airport. One of there was a someone I follow on Twitter is a writer, and their wife flew in from Italy, and no one in customs was checking people for temperatures or anything, just letting them roll through. Um, right now, they're limiting testing to people who have only been directly exposed to the known cases that they have on file, which isn't many. Which isn't many, but it also means that if there's other people who are sick and they don't know about it yet. Here's the big surprise. Like, yeah, it's super dangerous because of its its long what they call incubation period. Fourteen days, you can have it. You can have it and not know it, and it, not not know it, but also give it to other people. Yeah, it's still transmittable, and you don't know you have it yet. And that's what makes it dangerous. Is that it, since it sits dormant, you don't think you're sick. You're going places. You're touching stuff. You're interacting with people. Now everyone's sick, but they don't know it for two weeks, and then in like a month when you get sick. And, like, your whole office building's sick, and now everyone has it. I saw a headline. I didn't get a chance to get into the article. I don't know if it's true or not. Uh, that a Cub Scout who who him and his whole troop had literally met VP Prince, uh, Pence and even shook his hand, like, three days earlier, had, was just diagnosed with the coronavirus. Oh, no. So, literally, anywhere and everywhere. Right. Like, anywhere and everywhere yeah and like the people that they've been like saying like oh they got the coronavirus it's always like super terrifying because it's like elementary school teacher from rhode island has the coronavirus right and you're oh like, how many people does she bump into on a day right and then how many people do those people bump into on well, a day? how many kids does she right well yeah no, don't get me wrong and kids are the ones who are gonna get sick for sure mm-hmm. uh but how many okay so let's say she sees 800 kids uh in a week now let's say 800 kids I'll have parents, family, and friends. Well, that didn't take very long, did it? No. Uh, and that's sort of the. So, like, what is what is the what is the math on like that? The MLMs one I always say like, if you tell five people something and then they tell five people that they know, it's like you can only do that thirteen times before it's every person in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Makes perfect sense. Right. Like. Unless you signed up for it, then it it obviously yeah. didn't make sense to you because what they're saying is that it's not possible. Exactly. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm a little concerned about the way it's been downplayed. Certain people are, are are and listen, I get that there's I get it I get it. There's politics involved, and there's someone is trying to claim a victory, and, and and someone else is trying to make someone look bad. There has been poor decision making, and the reaction has been slow. And frankly, the resources that are that are put together for it aren't impressive. Um, they they're going to try and ramrod another thirty billion through the Senate, uh, except as recently as today that I read, Mitch McConnell hasn't put it up for a vote. Uh, Graveyard Mitch strikes again. Um, I don't. I'm not sure. I totally understand 
why we're being so lackadaisical about some of these things. Like, are NBA games really worth possibly spreading this disease? Right, especially for the people that travel for these games. Yeah, Not staff writers. The, yeah. yeah, forget about it. Listen, one staff writer has it. You better, you better lock that, lock that guy down. Well, you don't. He doesn't know for two weeks. Fourteen days, he's gonna go without. Exactly. Uh, and that's a really tough way to kind of gauge that. So then, when you're looking at it, you just don't know what you're, what you. What are the long term effects gonna be? And because right, of yeah. the schedule like that, and the way it can affect people, there's gonna be real issues. Yeah. And I think other countries have done a much more a much better job of just kind of aggressively wanting to protect themselves and yeah. other countries and I think we've responded in a very poor way. Right. It's 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 funny to see all the precautions that the Asian countries take where they just they're just like we're shutting it down. Like no one's going anywhere. Right. No one's doing anything. Well, All so South Korea, South Korea literally has drive-through testing. Also, uh, in Europe, uh, in one of the countries of socialized medicine, I don't remember which one, you call the hotline, they send a nurse to you to check you because they don't want you walking through the city if you have the disease. Exactly. Tell me that's not that's not thinking about it. Like, tell me that gets it. And what are we doing? Oh, we'll start testing over the weekend. Yeah, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. We're going to roll through that. No problem there. Uh, how much time we got here, Nico? Uh, we got about five minutes. Got about five minutes? All right. So, obviously, we were there at the Overwatch event this weekend. Oh, yeah. Um, a blast. It was a lot of fun. I Listen, there's going to be another homestand in August. Everyone needs to get, get off their butts and go see it. Just out of curiosity, you got to go. It's it's really fun. For those streaming with us and t- listening to us on the internet and other places, when you get the opportunity, you need to go by and check out wherever the homesteads are next. They've canceled the Asian ones, obviously. Um, but there's ones across the United States. Yeah, Florida. Uh, I think Florida's the next one. Uh, let me see if I can pull up the schedule. Keep talking. Uh, Florida's the next one. I think there's the uh, the London one might get shut down because of uh, fear of the coronavirus. Yeah, they were talking about they're not sure yet, but that one's about a month away. Right. So they've got time to figure out which way that's going to go. In the meantime, all right, let's see here. So we're in week five. By the way, this weekend, Saturday at 5 p.m., the Outlaws will be playing. Yep. Um, well, I guess it depends on what homestead that is. Oh, this doesn't list them by homesteads. I want them to know by... Oh, yeah, it does. Okay. Hosted by Washington. So they're going to be in Washington. 5 p.m. Washington. That's... Was it East? So East Coast. So it'll actually be Alex. 4 p.m. No, it's later. It'll be later? Yeah, because cause if... No. It's, is it five? Or yeah. Okay, so we're ahead. So yeah, so it'll be four, five in Washington is four o'clock here, because oh. five in Washington is one o'clock in California. Ah, gotcha. No, two o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock, four o'clock, five o'clock. That's the same. Ah, there's so many times of four. The Russia has like thirteen. I don't know. I don't know how but you get Russia's, anything done. Russia's dumb, huge, and like half of it's unusable. Yeah, but I don't know how you do anything at that point, though. Right. Like yeah. if. Oh, I got to call Ambassador over there on the other half of Russia. What time is it there? Oh, it's 13 hours different. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Um, well, at least that one you can plan around. Florida is next weekend. You were right about that? Yeah. Um, Florida's coming up. I knew Florida was playing. Oh, this is interesting. They have been dual scheduling them, so they're not totally boned. Uh, like, Atlanta's going to be hosting some because the other... Some people are going to be going to uh, Honshu, and some people are going to be going to Atlanta. So by canceling these other homesteads, they still have homesteads scheduled. That's a good way to do it. Right. Uh, so Atlanta is week seven. London, week eight. That one might not happen. San Francisco is also week eight. So in the next few weeks, they're going to be in D.C. They're going to be in Atlanta. They're going to be in San Francisco. They're going to be in Florida. <coughs> yeah. These are all great places to go. Yeah, these Check home, it out. These homestands are really cool. It's fun. The teams are going all out. They're, they're uh, getting good little media uh, people to, to like – Run the events, tons of great. Uh, what am I like? The graphics and the logos and the yeah, decorations, it's all super clean, super professional. It's the, really cool. The stuff that was put together and the places they were working with. Listen, the Revention Music Center is a big deal. They play they play some big acts there. I saw Jack White there. Uh, Jack White, and then right next door was the Hard Rock Cafe, and they had checked the whole thing out to use as the media place. Right, and then to hold an event. So you can't. 
you're not going to sit here and say they're not going all out and spending money and having a good product that they're putting out there for people to see. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you got some time before the coronavirus devours all of us alive, apparently, make sure you go check out the homesteads. Uh, the Overwatch League, it's interesting to watch. The announcers do a great job talking and explaining what's going on. There was a little bit of confusion about some substitutions and changes the outlaws were making, and the announcers did a good job kind of explaining to the casual fan and talking them through what they were looking at. Right, yeah. Which is fascinating. And we learned a little behind-the-scenes stuff at the dinner, and it was kind of cool stuff. Um, Before I jump out here, though, I do want to tell you guys about the mobile mechanic, my buddy Anthony Rowe, uh, road road service and repair, 281-670-5822. 281-670-5822, getting you back on the road with a smile. This guy is great. Uh, we, we, I'm not going to say we hung out. like He was fixing my car. But we got a chance to talk and kind of uh, you know bond over just annoying stuff. And He's a funny guy. Computer diagnostic, engine light, fix a flat, battery change, lockout, oil change, brakes, towing, service repairs. Swapped out my uh, alternator. Uh, did it in about 40 minutes. This guy's competent. He's intelligent. He knows what he's doing. Uh, and he's worth talking to. So I honestly, if you got something wrong with your car, if you're not sure what's going on with it, if you got to look at it, I recommend giving him a call. He'll uh, come to you. He'll your come to you. Mobile mechanics. So the car's messed up, it's sitting in your driveway. He's gonna come to you. Two eight one six seven zero five eight two two. Two eight one six seven zero five eight two two. And he accepts all. He accepts credit cards, Mastercard, Visa, and Discover. Uh, he's got a website, MobileRoadServiceMechanic.com. Uh, anyway, we'll be right back. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we got a little bit more Nerd Thug Sports coming your way. From chicken fried steak with jalapeno cream gravy to spicy shrimp tacos or a double bone-in pork chop, there are many items listed on the menu of the Woodlands area's newest restaurant and lounge. With two full bars, 40 beers on tap, 23 wines by the glass, and a large... Family-friendly patio, Citizen's Grill is designed to create a fun atmosphere. Interested in hungry parties can find them on FM 1488 at Old Conroe Road across from the Escape Theater and Dell Webb. Open weekdays 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. and weekends 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And interested parties should absolutely check out the Nerd Thug Radio events pages for specials. Hi, Conroe. Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio. For people interested in saving money on car and home insurance, they should contact Sean Myers Insurance Services. If you look on Google, you'll see plenty of five-star reviews for these guys. They're great. They're an independent agent able to shop over 15 national carriers to find the best coverage at the best price for that customer. They do specialize in home insurance as well as bundling with auto to maximize discounts. They would want you to know that they consider their customers family and that their policy is caring and, and their goal is to bring value by going through your coverage line by line to make sure you actually understand what you have. The interested party should call 936-760-5963 if they're interested in saving money on car insurance today. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Sports right here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations. Uh, it's Corey DLG, and with me as usual is little brother Nico. Hello, hello. And we got a couple minutes here, so just a little breaking news as we jump out. Um, earlier this week, there was a phone call, the first conversation between Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Oh. And according to some people, it did not go well. While ESPN's Adam Schefter is saying that it was business as usual, other people are saying, nah. Nah. Um, is it happening? Is your super hot take? I think so. I think so. I think it's going to happen. Um, what it looks like right now, first of all, he needs the CBA to be settled, okay? Mm-hmm. Because the salary cap might move around in the years following, and so he wants to know where the money's going to lie. He wants, he wants the whole picture before he makes a decision, which is a smart thing to do. So he's trying to wait for that. Uh, it looks like he's either going to – he's willing to stay in New England if a couple things – happen it's probably spend money on players but i don't they don't have the money to spend i don't think so they're gonna have to pay him right and i haven't looked at the salary cap situation i think he'd be willing to take less money but i don't know that there's i don't know if the moves are available to be made right and i don't know if they have the funds to make the moves um so the flip side of that is the tennessee has been 
straight chomping at the bit. They want Tom Brady. Uh, they are happy with Ryan Tannehill, so if they don't get Tom Brady, they're not mad. They're not going to make any other change. Another interesting move is the 49ers. Ooh. Super Bowl uh, appearing, losing after three quarters, 49ers are saying, hey, maybe if we were just a little bit better at quarterback, we'd have won. Um, and Telling me Bill Belichick's yeah. second guy is not good enough, so they won his first guy. So there's a chance they're like they're pushing hard. Now, they love Jimmy G, but they like Tom Brady a little bit more. If so, I was Jimmy G, I'd be so upset. If I would, too. If Tom Brady takes my job a second time, like, oh. who is this guy? However, if Tom Brady goes to San Francisco, it feels like the odds are in are laid out to where New England just takes Jimmy G. Yeah, Bill Belichick's like, I'm sure, I'll have the guy I wanted anyway. Yeah, I'll take the guy I wanted. This, this might be the most likely scenario when it's all said and done because just trading. Bill Belichick gets what he wants, a sign-and-trade of some kind, which yeah. doesn't really happen in the NFL very often. Uh, but this is the kind of thing that almost just makes too much New England Patriots sense. Right. They come out looking smart. They somehow trade Tom Brady back for the guy that they wanted to replace Tom Brady with a couple years. Like, yeah. It just feels very New Tom England Brady Patriots. Tom Brady gets to leave to try and prove himself. And, then and he goes to a team that was just in the Super Bowl. Like, this is exactly the kind of scenario that all parties involved want. Um, so all of a sudden, there's two real places he can go. And apparently Bill Belichick is still just giving Tom Brady like the hardest time ever because he's Bill Belichick. He doesn't care. He's not interested. He doesn't. He has no interest in making Tom Brady feel special. No. Um. So I'm, as always, keep an eye on that. That's just it's going to be the thing. Listen, it's Mar. I think I think it's like March fifteenth is the first day anybody can even officially talk to Damn. Tom Brady. Right. So I'm going so to look back and see how long ago you said that Tom Brady was going to leave the Patriots. Okay, yeah. Because uh, it's been a long time. Since it, you said uh, that. Middle of the season. Before, least, before, like. before they even lost out of the Super Bowl. Out of the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, middle of the season, I feel like. I feel like middle of the season somewhere in there is where I said it. Because I had already been thinking it for a couple of weeks, just watching how he was talking about his team. And the fact that he had made a lot more public appearances than he usually does. The guy never does anything during the season. All of a sudden, Tom Brady was in a lot of places. I think right. he was getting his profile up there just so that the money's right. So if he changes locations... He's not out that well, much. What you do is once you get your profile high enough, when you go to the other place, you, can ask you get your, your local sponsors. Right mm-hmm. now, I'm sure Tom Brady is on 30 New England commercials a month. Right. When he goes wherever he's going to go, he's going to want to make that money anyway. Mm-hmm. So that's what he's going to do and push his TB12 brand and all that. So he needs to be a public figure. Right. Um, all that being said, what we don't need to be is on the air anymore. We're going to jump out. We're going to take. Uh, we're gonna roll out and see you guys tomorrow on Nerd Thug Radio. And if you're streaming us on the Sports Network, we'll see you next week. Uh, on behalf of Little Brother Nico and myself, on behalf of The Adventure Begins, uh, Donald Williams, The Mobile Mechanic, Citizens Grill, and Tiger Rock Martial Arts, this is uh, Corey DLG, same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd. The channel.